Good afternoon. You are listening to our podcast called Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist, and personal trainer here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And hopefully you tuned into our first two episodes of our podcast, our first podcast called We Have Arrived, and our second podcast is the first of a series based on uh, RMT business, so looking at the business side of being a registered massage therapist. And this is based on a course that we do here at Con Ed Institute. It's a two-day business course. It's called RMT Business Seminar. And in the first part of the uh, the podcast series, we talked about the overview of that course. And then we finished it off with a little bit of teaser as to how we start that course, looking about this concept of change your mindset, change your practice, how we start our course with this to allow us to get into the mindset or to allow us to be open to a paradigm shift to bring in t- new types of information that will hopefully bring some sort of success. And we hinted at the idea that a lot of it is going to start from being self-aware. And self-awareness is a huge, huge undertaking. It's taking a step back and looking at where you are, what you are all about. And part of recognizing what you're all about is discovering that there are certain things that drive your behavior, which ultimately cause you to act in a certain way and or reject certain ideas. And your ability to understand yourself and your behavior can ultimately change the way you go about doing the tasks and planning that will allow for your business success. So I like to start off by looking at four key elements that typically drive behavior. And these four key elements are habits attitudes, beliefs, and expectations. And they're all interrelated. They all play off each other. Let's first start off by simply defining these terms. A habit is something that you do unconsciously, driven by your subconscious mind, something that you do over and over and over again. An attitude Despite what your elementary school teacher says is not good, is not bad, your attitudes are either positive or they're negative. If we have a positive attitude, it is going to draw you towards a certain type of behavior. If we have a positive attitude, it reinforces the habit. If we have a negative attitude, we are repelling a certain type of behavior. It draws you away from or pushes you away from a certain type of habit. Our beliefs. Beliefs are things that you hold to be true. Are they actually true? Maybe, maybe not. But nonetheless, you believe them to be true. Things that you perceive are the truth are your beliefs. And last are your expectations. Expectations are the predicted outcome. What do you think is going to happen in this given situation? So when we take a look at these four different elements put together, we're really saying this is your mindset and your mindset is made up. And unless you take a step to become aware of these four elements, how they play off each other, and therefore try to find ways to adapt and change these elements, 
you will be forever in one mindset, unable to change, unable to shift paradigms, stuck in a comfort zone where you live, unable to grow personally and professionally. And when we have this mindset, what we tend to do is something that I'll call zone in and fade out. When you zone into something, you automatically fade other things out. Now, the question I'm going to ask you then is, what do you zone into that potentially limits you? When you zone into something about yourself, you are also going to fade out other potential and therefore stagnating or stifling your own growth. So how do we get past this zone in and fade out scenario? Well, first we have to recognize that this does exist. We have to recognize that our brain is full of scotomas, these blind spots that are due to past conditioning, these blind spots that are placed in us due to our belief system. We need to find ways to change our belief system. And the first step is recognizing that the foundation of your belief system wasn't placed there by you was placed there by anyone who had authority over you in your formative years. And I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. I've got a daughter. Her name is Ava. She's young. She doesn't speak yet. But when she does learn to speak and learns colors, I want to try this out on her, but I'm scared to mess with her mind. But nonetheless, I'm holding a black pen right now. And when Ava starts to learn colors, what if I told Ava this is blue? The black color that everyone else knows it to be, I'm going to plant the seed in her mind that this is blue. Do you think she'll believe it? Do you think she'll hold that to be true? Of course she will. And that's going to be part of her mindset. That's going to be part of her conditioning. Why? Because someone of authority, her daddy, told her that this color was blue. She will believe it. And she will go on continuing to believe that until she's old enough to, tr to try to challenge this idea. And actually, she won't be the one to initially challenge the idea. This idea will be challenged when she is hanging out with her other friends, and they say that that's not blue, that's black. And she's going to be like, what? What are you talking about? This is blue. They're like, no, that's black. And then another kid is going to say, no, that's black. And then she's going to ask another kid, hey, what color is this? And then someone else is going to say, that's black. And then she's still going to be at odds with this because these are just kids. These are people of her own age. They're, they're people of her own worldly knowledge versus my dad, who's someone I trust, who's someone that gives me all the knowledge that I need, tells me this is blue. So she's still challenged. What do you think she's going to do next? She's going to find someone that she holds in authority, like her teacher, and say, hey, what color is this? I think it's blue, but all these other kids are telling me it's black. I'm getting a little bit confused here. And that teacher will say it's black. And now there's going to be caused major confusion with her. And this is a point where it's challenging her belief system. How heavy is her mindset on this? How open is she to the idea of change? So we can see how self-awareness is the first major step, recognizing that these scotomas exist, recognizing that these scotomas are due to past conditioning, recognizing that they were put there by someone else, and they might not be serving you, and they might be causing you to act 
and think in a way that limits your potential. And if we can recognize that and prepare ourselves to bust down the walls, now we're ready. Let's take a look at an example using all four elements and see how that really drives a certain type of behavior. I'm an educator, so I'm going to go from a teaching standpoint. Imagine, and we've all seen this with our children's friends, we've all seen this when we were growing up through school. We all know that one person that never thought they were smart, that never thought they had the capability of doing anything academically, that were always failures when it came to school. They were told this by their parents. They were told this by their teachers. They have now built this into their belief system. They hold it to be true that my ability to excel academically does not exist. Let's look then how these four elements of habits, attitudes, beliefs, and expectations play off each other. In that scenario where you hold that belief, you have already built certain expectations. In other words, we have a test coming up on Monday. Well, I don't expect to do very well. As a matter of fact, I know I'm not going to do very well. Why? Because I know I'm not smart. Why? Because everyone of authority has planted that in my mind. I believe it. I've built the expectation that it is impossible for me to do well. And if it's impossible for me to do well, then all of the other stuff that might come with Preparing for success goes out the window. I don't expect to do well based on the belief that I can't. So what does that do to the attitudes about the behaviors that would normally bring about success? So if we look at the behaviors that would bring about success for this particular student, it would be show up to school, be present when you're in class, don't come late, make sure you study, make sure you do your homework. These are the behaviors of someone who will have academic success. But if we have the expectation of no academic success based on the fact that we believe we can't achieve it, then my attitude towards these behaviors is negative. And if I have a negative attitude towards these behaviors, and if we go back to our definition of our attitudes, whether positive or negative, I got these negative attitudes, I will repel these habits that will bring success. And if you think about it, this is all stemming from the belief. Everything is going to stem from that belief. So the question is, how the hell do we get in there and change that belief? And the only way we are going to change that belief starts with, one, being self-aware, recognizing that these beliefs do exist. Two, is understanding how your mind works. If we can understand how our mind works and we understand the role of the subconscious mind in creating beliefs and sustaining the belief system that we have, only then can we start to make change. So in closing, what I want you to do is to start the process of being self-aware. Let's start to recognize some of the behavior that exists. Let's start to recognize some behavior that exists that limits your potential for success. Let's also recognize the behavior that exists that is propelling you to success. Let's 
recognize the beliefs that you have about you and your capability. And when we get together next time, we are going to discover the role of the subconscious mind and how to unlock that powerhouse to bring about the change you were looking for. So until the next time we sit together in your comfortable chair or in your car or in your earbuds in your bed before you go to sleep, my name is Mark. You have been listening to Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. Peace.